Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. We sweep the city and we find nothing until we are suddenly attacked and ripped to absolute shreds by this very nimble, nimble rape. I'm glad that you glossed over Pandy's absolute ineptitude from that fight. Didn't we take it out? Yeah, you did. With your darkness. While I dragged everybody else to safety. And I knocked everyone down with grease. Except for the nimble right. (laughs) You were basically fighting the nimble right and Pandy. (laughs) I'm going to read my whole notes for this fight because I really like it. We are attacked by a nimble right. Pandy goes down instantly. And then crossed out drums, drums, drums in the deep. And then I have, this is really bad and the grease is a real problem. (laughs) It's dark now. And that's all I have. I love the, like, internal commentary of Eddie's mind in the, throughout this fight. <laughs> Heroes Not Included So we last left off at the very end of the fight, just as the Nimble Rite had finally gone down. And we pick up the story right there, here in this alleyway. You all just now catching your breath from what turned out to be an unbelievably difficult, challenging fight. I feel like the world's lousiest pincushion. Just laying on the ground, like, still kind of bleeding. Okay. We need to get out of here. What does the nimble right look like? <clears throat> what are the remains looking like of that nimble right? Uh, well, there are bits and pieces of it everywhere. So I'm going to do my best to take some sort of a bag and collect the pieces because I want to get that other nimble right who's our good friend, and I want proof that we disposed of this number, right? So I'm going to okay. take all of the pieces that I can find. So you're going to rummage through everywhere trying to collect everything. Give me exactly. a perception check. Please be a million. Fudge. Seven. Who else is around there? A brick. Give me a perception check. Alright. Doesn't look to be too much better. Ten. Ten. Um, brick, it... you, you find a piece of paper. I pick up the piece of paper. Uh, written on the piece of paper, you see... What looks like a crude map. There's an X on the map, and next to the X, you see the words Grinda Garloth. Ganesh, does this mean anything to you? I take the piece of paper, and does it mean anything to me? Yeah, it looks... It looks like a crude map of the dock ward. Okay, but do I know who this Grenda person is? Uh, you can give me a history check. Ooh, 20. 20. <laughs> okay. Jinx. 
All right, everybody. That was cute. <laughs> Synchronized whistling commence. It had the same pitch. Yeah, that yeah. was identical whistling. That was synchronized whistling. You're so be a you have heard that there is a rather eccentric wizard who uses this mechanical machine-like thing, some sort of mechanical device, to troll Deepwater Harbor looking for treasure. You believe that this might be Grinda Garlock. You've never actually Dang. been down to that part of the wharf, and uh, you've only ever heard rumors about this person. Pandy, have you ever heard of this person? This Grenda Garloth? I think she might be a wizard. She's in the dock ward. It's said that she has some kind of mechanical monstrosity that uh, scours the bottom of the bay for treasure and such like. I'm not sure, but that sounds terribly interesting, and I think we should find this person. (laughs) Um, Have I heard anything? Uh, Give me a roll. See what you know. I only got 15. 15. You have heard that there is someone who is a bit a bit of a looney tune who uses this metal monster to look for treasure in the harbor. They're not a member of the guild. Gotcha. Communicate as much. Not a member of the guild, but I've heard I've heard of this person for sure. Well, I think we might want to go asking some questions, but I think we should probably um, maybe deal with getting all of this cleaned up, and I kind of gesture to the rest of the mess. Okay. You mean all my blood <laughs> that's on the ground now? Mm, I think you're going to make more blood. I think I mean the mechanical parts. Oh. I think technically we need them for what I'm going to call the ransom of this other nimble, right? Sounds good. Also, where is the X on this map? It's in the dock ward down on the wharf. Does it look like somewhere that I could identify? Or Brick could identify yeah, it since I mean, Brick this is... is my neighborhood. Uh, yeah, Brick, you might be able to pinpoint it exactly. The map is crudely drawn. Okay. Almost hastily. Oh. I really but you notice that the Grinda Garloth, I would assume that someone in Brick's profession uh-huh. would notice this. The hand that wrote Grinda Garloth is incredibly fine. Oh. Aristocratic even? Aristocratic even. <laughs> I... Really want to know where this map leads. Really badly. Same. Really badly. Well, you guys can follow it, or you can take a couple days to catch your breath and lick your wounds. I mean, I don't want to. I have. I am exhausted. I also. Pandy is half dead. I am moments away from death. I'm ready to go. I am a kick in the pants away from being a dead person. Then I, I think we great. should head back to the tavern I could use to nap. rest up. After we do that, can we please find where this map leads? Absolutely. I mean, I think we need to get these magical components back into responsible hands. I don't want them just hanging out around the tavern. Lord knows that nimble right, if it were to somehow put itself back together, gods forbid what kind of hell it could wreak in our beautiful, newly rebuilt, and barely paid off tavern. Is it paid off? <laughs> also, so I said barely. <laughs> if we have a little bit downtime, we could ask around and I could do a bit of research about this Grinda. Maybe our new best friend, the Nimble Right, who we're about to free, can help us. Mm-hmm. To the tavern. So you're back to the tavern. I'm following Ganesh. All right, you collect as many pieces as you can. 
of the Niborite, and you make your way um, back to the tavern. Does it look like there's a nimble right worth of material in this? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's not just like, here's some pieces. Some spring yeah. nuts and bolts. You get back to the tavern to see Istrid is sitting uh, at the bar and has somehow convinced Leaf to pour her drinks. She is a dwarf sitting at a bar with a large stein and has been for many hours. What am I seeing? as we immediately enter the door and I see this. Oh, I'm going to say, hey stranger, I'm so sorry that we weren't here to tend to you. I'm so glad that our invisible barkeep was able to assist you. Is there anything you might need? I've never seen you here before, stranger. This is, what are you talking about? That's history. Pandy. She, She goes, oh, Brick, there you are. You're out of three kegs. Can you get the other one tapped? No, 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 no. <laughs> I look very confused, looking back at Ganesh and to Istrid. We had an agreement. We, we did? I walked away. And now, here, in front of me, is this. A dwarf drinking. I mean, it's a pretty common sight. Oh my god, I can't do magic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. I am going upstairs, and if I see any of this ever again, I am dragging all of you to the station, even though it will break my heart. I walk upstairs. Okay. I shout down the stairs, also no more kegs for her. (laughs) Yeah, that's three kegs. just blown through. Wow. Got it. I am going to pull her aside and say... Well, she's not really... You mean maybe step aside to speak to her? Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to sigh heavily. (laughs) I guess that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to say, Istrid, I got wind that you were in a position, a sensitive position, where you are maybe potentially trying to stay a little incognito. Maybe don't drink in the bar. Maybe don't drink in the bar. Well, I'd be worried about it if the bar was busy, but, you know, it's not like this is the yawning portal or anything. Okay. Oh! Basically, what I'm saying is, um... I think what Eddie's trying to say is, um, you should stay in your room. Either... Fine, fine! Brick, bring up a keg! And she climbs down off the chair. I'm going to stop her. Okay. Gently grabbing her arm and say, you will pay double for that keg if you want it because we're poor and also you will no longer boss brick around and also if i see you in the bar again you will no longer be allowed to stay here we've had a very busy day and i'm very tired and while you seem like such a great customer that i've never met before that seems really nice that's just how it's gonna be Brick, be a dear. Would you fetch me something to drink? She walks up the steps. I am going to bring her, I guess, a water or a sm- I'm going to look at Brick and say, Leave this to me. No, I, I could I could do that. 
I could do it. I'm so aware of your abilities to do tasks. <laughs> what a shutdown is that? I'm going to use that the next time I'm talking to somebody. I am so aware of your ability to do tasks. You are, I don't want you doing any of them, but I'm aware that you have an ability. You are able-bodied. And as, as I'm saying this, I'm sort of maneuvering around Brick and probably grab, grabbing, like, some water or a small beer and just sort of chatting. And Anyways, yeah, Brick, maybe you two could play some games later. I just think, just one second. But she asked for me to take the drinks. Not wrong. You're so right. You are so right. Yeah. Does Brick kind of puff out his chest a little bit? Then, little yeah, bit. I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am right. For once. <laughs> no more kegs, please. We're so poor. <laughs> All right. And no, no more kegs. I'm just going to go upstairs and take a nap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm wobbling right up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really tired. I'm really tired. I'm tired. I'm hungry. All right. Uh, you all uh, retire for the rest of the day just to, like, sleep, catch your breath, clean yourselves so off. So that's a long rest? Yeah. So it's official long rest. We'll come around to the next day. You know, in the morning, Leif pushes towards you as you all are sitting there having your breakfast. It hovers across the room and lands on the table, and it's the ledger for the tavern. Mm, it's too early for yeah, this leaf. Leave us alone! <laughs> you know he doesn't like that. <laughs> He's never heard that one before. A glass flings across the room and breaks against a wall. That's what I would do if I was Leaf. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so the book looks to open by itself and the pages flip. It's magic. To the current ledger page. And you see a pencil just kind of get plopped down on it. It is time to find out how the tavern has been doing. Who would like to roll die 100? Who would like to take on the responsibility for determining just how well the tavern has done over these past several weeks? Could I use my inspiration? No. <laughs> okay. You gonna do it? I've got the dice in my hand. Yeah, I say do go it. for it. Am I rolling high or low? You're rolling a die 100. Get it, fearless leader. Just tell me what you get. How Think am I going to magically make it a high or low number if I don't know what I'm aiming for? <laughs> That's the challenge, isn't it? Always go high. Unless you're rolling foam. I was about to say, most of the time when you're rolling a hundo, it's supposed to not be high. Oh. 98. Woo! Booyah! Well, after doing all of the maths, the tavern not only has made enough money to cover its own maintenance cost for the past several weeks, but it has also earned, on top of that, some money. Yeah. I can't believe I just rolled a 98. That's amazing. It's a good roll. I hope it... After paying all of the costs, you have made 28 gold. Wow. Awesome. Cool. We're above even. It's great. I'm mm-hmm. going to stick that in my inventory. Because I'm How? a responsible one. Yeah. When is that 2,000 gold due? Did we pay that? No. No. I mean, yeah. we do have quite a bit of money for Mistrid. 
I want more money from her. Uh, if and there also, is a thing, then I don't know anything about that. Yeah, so. I definitely did not accept any money from her and don't know anything about that. <sighs> She's very stressful to me. She's stressing me out. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcast, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. So, what are we going to do? We drop off books? these nimble rate parts. Yeah! Yes. That was Eddie's feeling better, well. obviously. Yeah. yeah. I Great sleep. Yeah. I just slept for like 14 hours, so I feel really good. Right as rain. <laughs> but yeah, I say we make our way back to uh, Nim. All right. Back to the House of Inspired Hands. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, you finish your breakfast, you collect up the bag of parts bits and pieces. You make your way over to the House of Inspired Hands. Walking in, of course, you are looking for Valetta. And sure enough, you find Valetta in the main hall there. She seems to be having a conversation with somebody. Do you recognize this person? No. Okay. Probably an acolyte of some kind. Okay. Hello, Valetta. Oh, uh, hello. How you doing? Well, what brings you back? I kind of sling off the the bag and kind of let it thump on the floor. Yeah, it lands with it like a clanging thump, you know, like a bunch of metal parts in a bag. You know, mm-hmm. We've come to make things nimble, right? I've got my arms crossed and my chest kind of puffed and a big smile on my face. She opens up the bag and she says, Hmm, one moment. She turns around and says something to the acolyte, and the acolyte goes running off. And uh, about a minute later, you see the acolyte coming back with Nim in tow. Nim has a broom in his hand. And she turns to Nim, and she says, Is this your transgression? Nim kind of looks at her, and then kind of looks at the bag, looks at her, and kind of looks at the bag, starts rummaging through the bag and pulling out parts. Looking at the different pieces and the parts, and gets up and then signs something to Valletta. And uh, Valletta says, Very well. Looks at the acolyte and says, You may take the bag away. I believe that uh, it was 500. Should you bring proof of its destruction? I look at Eddie. Does that sound right? I thought we had discussed that you would trade Nim for. The other nimble, nimble right. Hmm. Well, you know, the, the thing is that this place has never been cleaner. But I am willing to pay you 500 gold, as well as provide you with a few of our uh, rather more ambitious inventions. I just want to get something straight. I want to understand your angle. Um, so earlier... <laughs> angle. Hello. So earlier, you remember our agreement about us trading the old nimble right for Nim's freedom, um, wherever they may choose to go. And then you tried to 
just give me 500 gold instead. Am I understanding that? Is that what happened? No. What you are misunderstanding is that I've changed my mind. Oh, that's what I was... That's what I thought. I might not have been communicating. She looks at you and she goes, Why? Are you going to charm me too? Oh, that's spicy. What do you mean? Why did you say that? (laughs) Um, And I'm just like starting to... I'm getting like a little rosy-cheeked and kind of smiling and feeling really sassy. (laughs) No, I think you're charming enough. But anyhow... Besides, Nim does not want to leave. Do you, Nim? Nim signed something. You see? Well, we don't actually speak his language, so I don't trust that. But I do know that you took away everything that Nim cared for and now are forcing him to stay here as a cleaning slave. So what I'm wondering is what arrangement we could make to, in fact, get Nim the nimble right to be free of this place. I understand that you have some sort of spell on him binding him here. Is that correct? Nim won't be going anywhere. But I think you understand about keeping on staff for cleaning purposes. It's my understanding that you employ a poltergeist. And last I checked, I don't think he's been paid, has he? He doesn't really need money. I mean, what's he going to spend it on? Hmm. Same goes with Nim. Now that we have an understanding, would you like the 500 gold and a few of our rather more daring inventions? Mm. One moment, if you you don't mind. Look at Nim. Say, Nim, could you do me a favor? If you'd like to stay here, clap once. If you'd rather come with us, clap twice. We see Nim kind of stops for a second and kind of looks at Valletta and kind of looks at you and looks at Valletta. It's okay. And then kind of looks at everybody and then kind of looks at Valletta and then kind of casts gaze up to the ceiling. Kind of looks at Valletta, kind of looks at you. You can tell it's kind of really thinking about it. And gives one real strong clap, followed by a rather weak one. Was that a maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I'm reading this quite right. Is, was that a, 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 a C other option? <laughs> or, uh, uh, give me an insight check here. Cool. You were kind of hoping for two solid, you know... Yeah, it really was. Enthusiastic ones. One. One. Oh. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it's a third option. Maybe he's Can like... I make an insight? Maybe he's, maybe he's like... Maybe he Maybe what he's wanting is, you know, go with you guys during the week, but be here on the weekends, you know, right. sort of like a shared custody scenario. Who knows? You, you have no mm. idea, Pandy. Can I insight that? Sure. Yeah, anyone who witnessed the hand clapping. Eight. 17. 15. Ganesh and Eddie, you get the sense that Nim is probably a little scared, to be completely honest. So I step in, and I say, look, I understand that he's a very valuable employee, if you were, and that your place does look rather immaculate. But I'm here partly as a city watch person. I am very concerned about city safety in this circumstance. It's already been shown that you've perhaps not given the attention that this particular nimble right needs in order to stay safe inside this city. And we would much rather just take that trouble off your hands, keep him out of your hair. You can keep that 500. 
that 500 gold and your your other inventions, you can keep those. We'll walk away with Nim, and we won't ever be back here unless there's another rogue nimble right. And we'll have this guy, so chances of that are real, real slim. So you're going to take, like, pull, like, the official card, like, hey, this this person has caused trouble. I need to take this this nimble right into custody kind of thing? Kind of. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and... Persuasion. Can, can I, yeah, persuasion can, can I try to aid by saying... Um, Ganesh has a point, and I would hate to get the watchful orders of magisters and protectors involved, because it's clearly in their jurisdiction. So, uh, yeah, give me a persuasion roll. Let's see if you persuade. Do I get advantage? Well, you're getting helped. Oh, that's good. No! That was awful! I'm going to use my inspiration. Cool. Um, Does that mean I only get to roll one more time? Yeah, that's how inspiration works. Yeah, you get another roll. Better. 16. 16. The letter looks at you and says, Well, of course, we wish to remain well within the bounds and on the good side of the law. I have no difficulty whatsoever relinquishing Nim into the custody of the law. You know she's gonna ask for official paperwork. I know, and I'm, I'm actually, I will, I will happily adopt this weird nimble right thing in official paperwork if I have to. I guess that's where we are now. I'm now gonna have a son, so yeah, I take my badge out and I say, well, you would be relinquishing it into the hands of the law. I would, I would take it down to the station and make sure that whatever paperwork needed to be filled out was, of course, filled out to the best of my abilities and blah 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 blah, and I. It's says, well, very well, then, uh, officer. Constable, I look forward to receiving our copy of that paperwork. And by all means, you may take Nim into custody. Pr- protective custody. Of course. I guess this is what we're doing now, guys. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm, so I'm here for Nim it. starts signing frantically at Valletta and says, No, you are under arrest. You must go with the constable. That's and not... <laughs> Can I? And you see Nim like signing frantically, and she's like, "No, no, you will go. You better be. You better hope they don't tear you apart." And you see Nim signing frantically at you, Ganesh. Calm down, buddy. Calm down. Nobody's gonna tear you apart. That was a a, a cruel and unusual threat by your former mistress, and I hope she regrets it. By your former slave owner. By your former enslaver. I'm gonna... I'm gonna pat him gently on the back. Yeah, I'm gonna be very friendly to him and not... And put my hands... You need to find an interpreter, guys. Yeah. Valada looks and says, well, go. And so you see Nim kind of sigh, hang his head down, and he puts his hands out, and he starts walking towards the door. We're not we're not doing manacles, buddy. I don't I don't I don't think we need manacles. I'm gonna we- jump up and grab one of his hands and hold it. Okay. And walk along with him. Okay. We're going to do so much fun science, Nim. And so I want to take him back to the tavern. And I guess I can give him my room. Better be careful. Him and Leith might start a union. That's fine. <laughs> I would happily, I will happily have an entire episode of how we unionize this tavern. And also, if, P.S., by the way, 
if we're gonna we, have a conversation with Leaf when we get home, buddy, do you want paid? Because we will pay you. Yeah, that yeah. was absolutely Sorry something to, that she brought. She, she maybe touched on a little yeah. sensitive point there. I didn't. Well, we never asked we didn't him think to about work it. there. Yeah, and I've never Us, uh, embodied people. Yeah, didn't think about that sort of thing. Which no, of course yeah. what, he would, what, what he would need for. But who knows? Maybe he wants a hat. Nobody is perfect, and sometimes your own experiences cloud your judgment or make you misunderstand a situation. What's important is how you deal with it, right? We can start paying Leaf. Absolutely. Back pay, man. Back, we just made that 28 gold. He can have all of it. He's very good at his job. <sighs> all right. I think, I think Eddie might be about to pass out. <laughs> She's really freaking out about this. <laughs> Oh my god. You um, need to fill out paperwork though. Totally. I'm gonna leave that to you. Uh, I'm gonna actually take Pandy with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the meantime. So you all make your way back to the tavern, except Pandy and Ganesh, you guys make your way mm-hmm. to the precinct house. Mm-hmm. And I assume um, Brick and Eddie, you're taking Nim to the tavern. Mm-hmm. And can I either do. I've got a couple different questions that I will roll for. One okay. is, do I understand the physical requirements of a nimble right? Like, from seeing Nim's bedroom earlier, did it look like he was eating food? Did it look He doesn't like... have a mouth, does he? That's why he doesn't talk. Yeah, he doesn't have a mouth. He's a construct. So he... He doesn't eat. He's he like breathe. an iPod. I have no think, mouth, think, but I must Think of Nim as a mechanical... A, a, a mechanical brass skeleton, if you will. Okay. What about batteries? <laughs> nope. Magically powered. Okay. Cool. And also he has a soul, so that's keeping him going. But, so will it be like learning another language? Obviously yeah. I want to be... And then cool. does Nim understand writing? It seems so, yes? Yeah, you just can't understand what he would say in response to the writing. Well, he can write, though. He can write in beautiful writing. Okay, so once we get back... We have, like, a giant, like, whiteboard. A very delicate hand. Yeah. It's like almost like he took a mechanical writing course. (laughs) (laughs) So when we get back to the tavern, I'd like to start communicating with him about his situation. Okay. Well, you're back at the tavern. Okay. So I'm going to take out... As much paper, we're going to sit mm-hmm. in the tap room. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take him to a room yet because that will feel cell-like. I'm going to take out as much parchment as I can. He just kind of walks and stands into the middle of the room. That's great. He can just hang out there and I'm going He's to start around. writing this thing and say, my note is going to say, Nim, you are not under arrest. We are attempting to adopt you. Protective custody. We are attempting... Would I know that? I wouldn't know that. We walked part of the way home together. Eddie should tell him what Eddie would tell him. Ganesh is not there. So I would say we were attempting to free you. Your mistress, Valetta, is very difficult to communicate with. Just so you know... At any point, if you would like to return to her, you are free to do so. But we would love your company because we like you. Love, Eddie. P.S. If you want to work 
on your mechanical creations, feel free to do so. We will provide you quarters. Okay. Uh, so you write all of that out and you, you hand it to Nim and Nim kind of hesitantly takes it and looks it over and puts it down on the table and kind of looks towards the door. Looks at you, looks towards the door, looks at you, looks around the room. You start playing a song. Yeah, definitely. I start When I hand him the letter, I do really widespread arms, jazz hands, big okay. smile. A little Bob Fosse? Yeah, big time. And I think as he's looking around, I maybe, I don't understand this being. So I'm going to bring him a beer and okay. sing him a song. All right. About freedom! Okay, Freebird. I'm going to sing him Freebird. So he won't leave because it will be three hours before I'm done. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.